0: Season 2, Episode 3 of the Belleville Sens podcast. Uh, David Foote and Brock Ormond here as uh, we've officially begun the season. The Sens are 1-1 one and one after their season-opening road trip to Pennsylvania. We will break down the games in Hershey and lehigh valley will also get you set up for the home opener presented by caa happening this weekend at caa arena and we'll mix in a couple interviews with uh, some of the guys find out who we can track down after practice to get some thoughts on the uh, opening weekend of the season uh, mention it brock one and one to start the campaign Uh, Sends go into Hershey on Saturday night with uh, all the attention on the Bears and their banner-raising ceremony. They spoil the party. Uh, They're not able to follow it up with another victory in Lehigh Valley on Sunday afternoon on the quick turnaround. But I think generally first, uh, Dave Bell and his staff probably uh, all right with an opening weekend split.
1: Yeah, and especially after the delay with the banner raising ceremony, and uh, as as expected, as Dave Bell and Ryan Bonus and everybody with the Sens expected, uh, it gave them a little bit of that extra boost, that extra drive uh, to succeed. And they certainly came out strong. Only had 20 shots in the game, but they end up winning three nothing on the back of another outstanding performance from Matt Sogard. He's been doing this a lot the last couple of years in Belleville, coming through in uh, big games and opening night is uh, one of the bigger nights on the schedule and for the Belleville Sens uh, they get Sogard in there with a shutout and then uh, he came in and played really well uh, on Sunday as well against Lehigh Valley it was a tough uh, start, a tough day for Kevin Mandelazy coming off that short uh, turnaround and, and uh, the Sens got off to a strong start but uh, unfortunately couldn't carry it on after the two goals in 13 seconds and uh, Mandalazie ended up getting yanked. Matt Sogar comes in and performs extremely well to keep the Sens uh, in the game. Uh, unfortunately though the Lehigh Valley Phantoms after a tough uh, opening game the previous night, they come back and they play much better on, on home ice against the Sens and take the victory. But a one and one opening weekend that's uh, pretty pretty impressive stuff from Dave Bell and company and and uh, now it's all about getting to to the home opener uh, Saturday night. Uh, that should be a real Exciting and packed house uh, I would imagine as tickets are uh, s- are selling pretty well. Yeah, we uh, do have seats remaining
0: and if you want to get tickets for the home opener on Saturday presented by CAA Uh, Head to uh, the Ticket Hub at com or shoot an email to tickets at BellevilleSense.com. Let's talk a little bit about Matt Sogard and uh, the performance um, first on Saturday. The 30-save shutout, uh, first shutout of his AHL career, which is almost hard to believe, um, You know, given how well he has played uh, for the Belleville Senators in in his young career. But um, looked like he was in mid-season form and uh, uh, looks like there's maybe an added bit of confidence and I think we can see the impact that uh, the extended NHL time that he had last season um, maybe had in his off-season preparation in, in getting ready for this year.
1: Yeah, and the, uh, the great Dean. Yeah, you're absolutely right, David. I, I thought the exact same thing as you did uh, after that victory. Hard to believe it's his first career AHL shutout. Uh, feels like he's had uh, many more with the way he's played. But uh, Matt Sogard certainly looked calm and comfortable And checking out uh, some of that game on, on Saturday night. Uh, didn't look like he was frazzled by the moment. And of course, again, the 10,000-plus seat a giant center, one of the more intimidating buildings, I would say, in the AHL. It is. Yeah, the yeah. Hershey Bears uh, coming off the banner-raising ceremony, and and Sogar just, just put it out of his head, treated it like it was any other game, and he ended up with uh, the 30-save shutout, and again, being a big guy and uh, getting some time, like you said, up in Ottawa certainly has boded well for him uh, in his AHL career, and people maybe were a bit surprised that he didn't stick in Ottawa this time, but of course with the addition of uh, Eunice Corpus and then Anton Forsberg from last year, as uh, Sogar was allowed to get some extra time here in Belleville and it's uh, it's paid off at least for the first two games of this season, but he looked uh, great last year amid a bit of a trying year with injuries and and maybe a bit of inconsistency, but uh, today uh, this this weekend he was stellar.
0: Yeah, and I did have to come in on Sunday afternoon as you mentioned, uh, about m- well, not midway through the game early second period after a a bit of a rough start for Kevin Mandelaise. A couple of bad bounces. You know, a Lassie Thompson blown tire leads to a breakaway. And then, uh, you know, a couple of shorthanded goals really sink the sends. But we talked to Sogey before the game on Sunday and said, hey, man, you uh, you earned that day off, uh, didn't you? And he said, yeah, I think I did. You know, it was real nice to get a shutout out of the way at the start of the season, and now I can sit back and watch uh, my buddy Mando do some work. And then he uh, has to come in. He goes 22 for 22. And we talked in the preseason episodes just about uh, how important the goaltending was going to be for this team. And um, I don't think you can chalk too much up to, to Kev Mandelaze's start, but you can certainly, I think, put a whole lot of stock in that weekend performance by Mad Sogard as the uh, backbone I think right now in the crease for Belville.
1: Yeah and uh, he will probably I mean David Bell said he wants to split the time and give uh, these two guys who both got NHL time last year some uh, chances and Mad Sogard though I would imagine will probably get the start on Saturday Uh, that hasn't been confirmed yet but uh, certainly well deserving of another start with the way he's played and it's all about just trying to keep the guys uh, at an even playing field in terms of the workload. Uh, don't want to wear one of them down too early, or one or the other, but he's, I mean, Sogard is well-deserved of uh, getting the opportunity to start and really to carry the load because, uh, you know, if one person, if one of Corpus Salo or Forsberg goes down up in Ottawa, Matt Sogard is going to be getting that ring uh, from... DJ Smith and uh, Pierre Dorian to come down and to uh, suit up for Ottawa, who's gotten off to a pretty good start themselves. And and given Le- Levy Merrill-Linan on the same token an opportunity to develop out in ECHL Allen, as we mentioned uh, in the past episodes, uh, is certainly uh, good for his development and to uh, to face uh, the ECHL-caliber players and then getting up here in the AHL and getting his opportunity, if Sogard does ever call up.
0: Yeah, and uh, as much as goaltending uh, was a big focus on the weekend, uh, the offense chipped in a little bit. Sens score five goals over their first two games, uh, this being the first one of the season courtesy of Cole Reinhardt. Shots are 7-3, Bears. Hershey's had two power plays. Here's a nice takeaway by Reinhardt. He'll come back in. Reinhardt back and scores! Against the run of play, Cole Reinhardt gets the Sens first of the season. And it's a one nothing lead, a giant center for Belleville. A giant, a giant goal indeed for uh, Cole Reinhardt, who uh, opens the Senators' account on the season. Uh, he had a really good weekend as well, a goal on uh, Saturday, an assist on Sunday afternoon, and um, really just a uh, Going to be a massive, massive year, I think, for Rhino.
1: Yeah, 11 goals he had last season, and uh, certainly he's a guy that loves to play a two-way game. He penalty kills, he uh, really grinds it out in the corners along the boards, and he's got some finesse there, too, and it feels like he's been around for a long time as well, former WHLer, and uh, Cole Reinhardt is a guy that David Bell just uh, loves to put out there in any given situation. He is, I mean, we say he's, he's got some skill and finesse, but he's not the most skilled overall, pure skilled guy like an Igor Sokolov or an Angus Cruikshank, but he's the type of guy that can step in and really give you good minutes when you need them to. In the key moments, he's always out there on the ice, and he comes through here with a uh, first period goal to start the scoring for the Belleville Sens, and it was a nice little move too, nice little backhand move on the deke after the uh, Bears got uh, caught kind of uh, lollygagging through center ice. And Cole Reinhardt comes in, swoops and steals. And that's one of his fortes is uh, puck dispossession. And he finds a way to strip the puck away, steal it, and then go right in on goal. And deke out Clay Stevenson for the uh, game's opening goal. And the, the first uh, goal of the season for the sends a uh, Exciting stuff for Cole Reinhardt. It's always nice to get your name on there for sure. Yeah, his name as well
0: at the top of the record book for all-time games played by a Belleville senator. He and Igor Sokolov breaking that record uh, last Saturday night with their 170th career AHL games they've now played 171 because they both dressed on uh, Sunday as well and uh, Igor Sokolov getting his first of the season on Sunday not a pretty one but a power play bank in uh, and uh, Soko will take him any way he can get him that's for sure
1: yeah he's a scorer for sure and, and the type of guy that uh, doesn't mind uh, putting the men off anywhere the the behind the head the legs the, the skates the, the arms whatever as long as it counts uh, he's happy and Igor Sokolov was a a uh, near 20-goal guy last last season and a uh, guy that, uh, again, much like a uh, Sogard and Mandelazi, got a long extended look uh, up in Ottawa with the, uh, the crew in uh, Osen's land. And Igor Sokolov was a guy that uh, is a fan favorite here. He's been around for, for a couple years now and the fans have really taken to him uh, for his on-ice play as well as in the community and Dave Bell has talked to, again about uh, Igor being such a model citizen in the community loves to go to schools loves to visit uh the uh, the old folks seniors homes uh loves to visit uh fire stations police stations whatever what ha- what have you and uh, Igor Sokolov on the ice and in the community is one guy that you love uh to kind of clone and, and make 20 different players of because uh, he's the type of guy that yeah, you build your character off of and and nice to see him get his first goal in his second game, and a little bank play uh, off the back of the uh, of the goaltender, and it was part of a pretty swift start on Sunday, carrying on that momentum from the uh, Saturday night opener, but unfortunately just uh, fell fell short in the end. But Igor Sokolov is the type of guy that's going to be expected to score a lot for the B-Sins, and I mean, there's no, there's no aim yet, there's no um, real expectations I can't imagine, because you know, you got injuries and call-ups in the mix as well, but... I expect him to be a 20-goal guy at least, and maybe even a 30-goal guy if he stays healthy.
0: All right, a couple more bright spots we want to talk about here before uh, we head to break. And before we get into the interviews this week, we're hoping uh, to be able to catch up with uh, Zach Ostopchuk and Tyler Clevin, a couple of the rookies, to see how their first weekend in the AHL went. But uh, let's quickly talk about another AHL uh, debutante in Nicola Matanpalo. Big uh, defenseman, scores on the power play uh, in Hershey uh, on Saturday night. Um, that will be a nice uh, addition to this lineup. Uh, maybe a little bit of an unexpected one, uh, how big of an impact it seemed two ways that he might make
1: yeah it came from finland and he was a guy that really was on not many people's radar uh, coming in here to belleville and he comes to uh to the system and yeah scores in his first game and he looked pretty good doing it too he plays a solid uh responsible defensive game and he can chip in as we saw on offense on uh, saturday night in hershey a nice little drive from the point set up by alassie thompson normally it's thompson shooting those bullets but this time it's him setting up martin paulo uh, his fellow countrymen and of course he's got uh, Thompson there for experience and for knowledge and to lean on whenever things get tough which is uh, so crucial and maybe that's part of the reason why uh, Ryan Bonus uh, brought him in here to Belleville and to uh, play in, in a situation like he is and of course you got a couple others as well that to uh, help him out in uh, Maryland, and who's down in the ECHL but uh, Nichols Paula looks pretty darn good on Saturday night and he'll be expected to uh, eat some minutes uh, for this team on the blue line.
0: Uh, Garrett Pilon had a goal and an assist on the weekend as well. Uh, a huge, huge weekend for him as he gets his uh, Calder Cup championship ring after being a, a member of the Bears uh, la- well, for the last, what, five seasons or so. Uh, but, of course, last season specifically. And uh, what a moment it, it was for him, uh, you know, being able to watch him take part in that ceremony uh, with his former teammates. And uh, I thought it was a really nice touch by the Bears to give him his jersey so that he matched everybody for the photos that they were taking and didn't look out of place, you know. They welcomed him back, basically for one uh, one night uh, to be a part of the festivities. But uh, you know, a-, a banner raising at any time is uh, a sight to behold. But it was uh, really uh, a special occasion for Garrett Pelon on Saturday night.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, well deserved too. He had the Game Five uh, overtime winner in the Calder Cup final against the Coachella Valley Firebirds. And you were talking to uh, Zach Fish from the Bears uh, broadcaster, and he he said that uh, you know Pelon was Again, one of the fan favorites, a guy that uh, steps in in the big moments and comes through in the clutch when his team needs him, and they desperately needed that victory, and the series tied at two against Coachella Valley. He comes through with the OT winner, and then Hershey goes on to win it in seven thrilling games, one of the uh, best Calder Cup finals in recent memory, I would say, and and Garrett Pelon had a huge part in that, and he ends up taking the uh, the championship trophy and wearing the jersey and coming back. It was a real emotional night, to be sure, and Garrett Pilon... Uh, was happy about that and happy about his team his new team getting the win against his old team which was the uh, the key part of that but uh, him being part of that picture and and seeing the banner raised uh, Goes, you go through a lot of emotions when you're a part of a 20-plus man roster that's uh, loaded with talent like Hershey was last year, and to come through and win a championship and see a banner raised, especially in what is one of the most legendary American Hockey League cities, is just, like you said, a sight to behold. It's it's a wonderful feeling, and Garrett Pelom was a part of that.
0: All right, before we uh, take a break, anybody else stand out to you in the opening two games last weekend, Brock?
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was a good all overall uh, team weekend, especially the Saturday night. Uh, Bernard Jacob Bernard Docker was steady on the back end. Uh, he's out there taking reps uh, right right now during practice with Nate McIver, and uh, I think this will be you'll see a big year out of him because uh, a lot of people, again, much like Sogar, a little surprised that uh, the Ottawa Senators elected to uh, send him back here to Belleville. Of course, Belleville fans are happy; we're happy about it. But Jacob Bernard Docker, uh, well deserved for getting uh, his top four minutes and he, he's a guy that is only 23 years old and he's got a lot of space to grow and to mature as a player and and he uh, had a pretty solid weekend uh, especially on the Saturday night and despite the loss on Sunday uh, he, he stood out as well and uh, Roby Yerventi back as well he uh, had a great preseason with the uh, NHL's Ottawa Sens he comes back to Belleville plays in the two games on the road and and uh, even though he, he wasn't scoring much, he found a way to get into those uh, dirty areas and uh, get his chances, uh, and certainly uh, that ex- extra experience up in Ottawa has really helped uh, develop him and, and helped him uh, push forward in what is uh, sure to be another key season for him expect him to pile up the goals uh, once he gets going.
0: Yeah, and uh, of course, uh, only two games in the book, so there's only so much you can analyze and read into, but I think that's a pretty good... Uh, look at how the Sens did over the first couple games of the season. Again, more on what's to come this week and uh, some player interviews when we return. You're listening to the Belleville Sens podcast. It's episode three of season two on the Belleville Sens Entertainment Network. Here on your home team, the Belleville Senators. Edge of your seat action. Out for Max Cadet, he'll fire and scores! Wednesday, October 25th. Your Sens play the Milwaukee Admirals, AHL affiliate of the Nashville Predators for winning Wednesday. $5 domestic tall cans and $2 hot dogs. 6 p.m. to puck drop. Gates open at 6. Full details on ticket options and more at BellevilleSens.com. Go Sens, go! Episode 3 of the Season 2 of the Belleville Sends podcast continues. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening this week so you don't miss an episode. Uh, Give us a uh, 5-star rating and a good review as well, will you? That would uh, really help us out. Uh, David Foote, Brock Ormond here. Uh, We spent the first 15 minutes or so of the program breaking down the split last weekend in uh, Pennsylvania and Hershey and uh, Allentown. We will spend the final 10 minutes or so teeing up the week ahead which is pretty easy to do because there's only one game uh, but we'll spend the next uh, 10 or 15 minutes chatting with a couple of the uh, newest Belleville Senators and uh, newest professional players as well we'll hear from Zach Stopchuk and Tyler Clevin who both made their AHL debuts last weekend uh, let's maybe start with Ostopchuk, a big boy Actually, both of them are pretty pretty big kids, if we're if we're honest. But uh, he's you know he's a big body. Um, you can tell he still uh, you know maybe needs to bulk up a little bit and learn how to use that size. But a uh, guy with world junior experience, a uh, guy who absolutely filled the net in the WHL last season, and uh, boy, I'm excited to see how uh, Zach O. stopchuk is uh, able to develop here in Belleville.
1: Yeah, the gentle gentle giant, if you will, Zach Stopchuk uh He he had a, a pretty decent showing against uh, uh, Hershey and Lehigh Valley, and uh, you'll hear in our chat with him, uh, he he took a pretty hard hit uh, from, from a big guy in Dylan McElrath, uh, one of the most feared pugilists in the AHL. and and uh, But he stepped right back in there and, and didn't look any worse for wear. So that's a good sign. Uh, shows that he's got uh, some, some moxie to him. He's got uh, some steel... Uh, in him, so a uh, nice job done by Ostapchuk, and uh, like you said, once once he gets the feel of the game, once he gets the flow going and starts to really uh, gain chemistry and gain some of that uh, rapport with his line mates, uh, he's going to be a, a very, very interesting player to watch and uh, could challenge uh, for a spot in, in Ottawa very soon as well with the way that he can put the puck in the net, and scoring definitely is uh, at a premium, so it's uh, nice to have a guy that has that natural ability.
0: Still just 20 years old, Ottawa's uh, second-round pick, 39th overall in 2021. The Edmonton native, as we mentioned, has played twice for Canada at the World Junior Championship, and he was actually the captain of um, the Senators team at the Rookie Tournament or prospect Showcase in Buffalo uh, back in September. So let's hear from Sens forward Zach Ostapchuk on the Belville Sens podcast. Here with uh forward prospect, Zach Ostopchuk uh, Just finished your first weekend in the American Hockey League, getting set for the home opener. Thanks for taking some time for us. Yeah, thank
2: you for having me.
0: Uh, how was the first weekend uh, in uh, in the AHL?
2: Yeah, it was good. It was eye-opening. Uh, I mean, there's and everybody's so big and fast here. I mean, I got popped once early, so I mean, got kind of a little welcome to the league, but I, I think I got more comfortable as, uh, as the games went on, and uh, I'm looking forward to the weekend
0: yeah it was a pretty big hit there by a McElrath a veteran in this league as well but uh, you, like you say you pop back up and didn't seem uh, any worse for wear did do you almost get some confidence perhaps from taking a hit like that and kind of knowing hey I, I can hang here a little bit
2: yeah exactly I mean it kind of just gets you into the game you know I mean you get popped like that you don't want to get got hit like that again so I mean
0: uh my head up this uh coming up this weekend and it'll yeah, be good Um, As a young guy, uh, those banner-raising ceremonies can be, uh, you know, big occasions for anybody. Uh, It's your AHL debut. You have to deal with the time in between, the pomp and circumstance. How did you kind of uh, process all that and and get yourself ready to go?
2: Yeah, it was a little different for sure, but I think I kind of just got completely undressed, and then uh, I just tried to stay moving, stay on the bike, and I think we had 40 minutes off there in between, so it was definitely weird. I've never experienced that before, but, uh, yeah, it was was okay, and, and I think we came out with a with a decent start, so
0: yeah, a split is uh, you know not something to frown at for sure in, in opening weekend. Um, uh, what's kind of been the mood like around the room since getting back? Uh, are you guys um, relatively happy at least with the start?
2: Yeah, like we know there's a lot of work to be done. We didn't uh, particularly like our game in Lehigh there, but uh, I mean the Hershey game is something to build on for sure. And uh, yeah, I think we just gotta I don't know look at the little details and stuff and, and get better at that little stuff and clean
1: it up. Yeah, and uh, what have you learned from a coach like Dave Bell so far that's had a lot of experience at this level and, uh, and a lot of different places uh, in hockey? Uh, what have you kind of learned from him and have taken and put into your game uh, so far, like in the early stage of the season?
2: Yeah, Bell's, he, um, I mean, he's been really good to me. Uh, obviously, he's a really smart hockey mind, and, and we, we trust him And whatever systems he lays out there for us, and, and we think they work. So, yeah, we just, we just want to work hard for him, and, uh, yeah, we want to win games for him.
0: What have been the kind of first impressions of Belleville and the facility and things here?
2: Yeah, I love it. I love the facilities here. I think it's awesome. Um, I mean, I like the kind of the smaller town uh, vibes. I I like that. It's a little quieter, but I I enjoy it. And uh, yeah, it's a a beautiful little place. And um, I'm I'm really happy here so far.
0: Um, You were obviously in Ottawa camp as well. Um, How do you feel that that kind of went? And maybe what did they say to you in terms of uh, where they would like to see you progress uh, here early in your AHL career?
2: Yeah, I think it was okay. I mean, I, I didn't play my best, I don't think, but uh, I mean, uh, that's that's why they sent me here, and, and uh, they just wanted me to kind of just overall just be a be a smarter hockey mind and just, you know, get some experience at the pro level and, and get bigger and stronger, obviously, because that's what I'm going to need to do is, you know, I mean, if I want to play a big, big guy game. So, yeah, that's kind of just what I've, I've been told, and uh, that's what I'm going to do.
0: Uh, a lot of Western flavor in that, this dressing room as well. Um, must be nice to kind of uh, have that uh, familiarity, I suppose, with some guys.
2: Yeah, it's nice to talk to them. I mean, guys that have been played in the league before me or even guys I played against while I was in the Western League. I mean, it's kind of fun to joke around with them about the league, and, and yeah, it's been good.
0: Um, uh, I guess what are your goals um, for the season I guess for yourself uh, obviously we know where this uh, team stands in terms of objectives but um, have you set any benchmarks for yourself this year?
2: Yeah I think my, my benchmarks are I mean I want to give it my all and, and try and get a call up right I mean that's, that's my goal by the end of the year is just maybe play that one game or whatever it may be and I think that was a big goal I set for myself, and, and I want to be a big big part here. Like I want to be a, a big piece here and, and be relied up, upon to play big minutes and, and play important situations, so those are my goals. Yeah,
0: and uh, with uh, the first two on, under your belt, how much are you looking forward to getting on home ice here this weekend?
2: Yeah, I'm pumped. It's going to be really cool to see, uh, see our fans and uh, play in this building, so I think it's going to
0: be awesome. Thanks, Chuck. Appreciate the time. Yeah, thank you. All right, there's Zach Ostopchuk, and uh, you used the term uh, gentle giant <laughs> earlier, uh, Brock. I feel like everybody is a giant to me, but um, really a nice kid and, and seems to be settling in uh, pretty well here to uh, to the American Hockey League and and the Belleville Sens.
1: Yeah, and uh, a guy that uh, you can just see him uh, light up to when he talks about um, being able to play at CAA Arena here pretty shortly and uh, to um, – you know, be in the physical element uh, that he has been so far in the first uh, couple of games. And like we said, the scoring will come eventually. It's it's not easy to score in the American Hockey League. I mean, the the junior ranks like the WHL, a uh, little, uh, little bit of a difference there between that and uh, professional hockey one step uh, around the NHL. And so, uh, Zach Ostapchuk, a very smart hockey player, and he said he's just going to try and work on, uh, you know, being smarter, making quicker decisions with the puck, uh, not throwing it away whenever he's under pressure. And and uh, Dave Bell and him uh, will work on that for sure and and uh, try and iron out some uh, some kinks in his game. And, and he's going to be a, a very good player to watch as we go along here.
0: And, you know, again, as we say, and you'll hear in, you know, various episodes of the show and in interviews we do, the goal of everybody in this organization is to get to the NHL. But it's really nice to talk to a young guy like that and. Uh, here, that he doesn't seem to be in a rush. Um, you know, he he seems to have a pretty good idea of what the roadmap looks like and the destinations that he has to hit in order to get to that final end uh, destination of the NHL. And um, really, does seem to have a solid understanding that success here in Belleville. Is the fastest way to get yourself called up to the NHL?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and they'll be looking too. DJ Smith and Pierre Dorian, Ryan Bonus—they'll all be uh, putting eyeballs on him too, and and uh, not just him, as, but a few others as well. And we'll you'll hear from Tyler Clevin uh, a little bit uh, later on, but uh, he's another guy to watch out for. And and Zach Ostapchuk has a forward that's—I mean, you—you you, you, like we said before—you want to compete with your teammates. And, and have camaraderie with in chemistry with your teammates, but you're also kind of competing with them at the same time in order to, uh, to put up more points and uh, get noticed uh, by more people and also get up uh, to the Ottawa Sens uh, faster. I know already says he wants that, uh, that call-up uh, later in the season, for, even if it's just for one game, just to get a taste. So it's, uh, it's going to be uh, really interesting to see how uh, guys like him fare and, and see how they do uh, at the professional level.
0: All right, You just mentioned Tyler Clevin, so let's move on. Another uh, AHL debut for him last weekend. The big defender from Fargo, North Dakota, is 21 years old, uh, drafted in the second round by the Sens in 2020, played three seasons at the University of North Dakota uh, inside the Ralph Engelstad Arena, which is uh, uh, known uh, around the hockey world as the Taj Mahal of hockey. It is an incredibly beautiful rink, and um, what a place to play uh your your college career um full every night uh top of the line game presentation crazy fans and not to mention the caliber of the team that they tend to ice there it's the same place that jacob bernard docker played his collegiate hockey so uh, he and tyler clevin know each other well but um uh you know what a transition that's got to be for him uh from that environment
1: now to the ahl yeah and it's fitting that he's got bernard docker here to to bounce off of there's a mentioned when they, they uh, draft, the Ottawa Sens drafted him a couple of years ago and it was those two guys together and and people said uh, that's a match made in heaven to have those two guys potentially be teammates and deep partners on a Belleville and Ottawa Senators team and, and so far the Belleville Sens uh, have worked out really well with those two guys and uh, Tyler Cleve another big guy like you mentioned and He's going to be the type of guy that will step up and throw some pretty big hits, like we saw on Sunday, and just rocked uh, Evan Poli of the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, and he was staggering after that. And you hate to see that when you got a guy staggering back to the bench, uh, looking like he's in another planet. But uh, with Tyler Clevin, he's a guy that will throw throw the big hit like that, and then ask if you're all right afterwards. And and he's he's a guy that much like uh, O'Stapchuk, that gentle giant uh, type of uh, personality. Uh, Speaks softly, carries a big stick, and offensively, like we said, those, will, those goals and points will eventually come from the blue line, but it's all about uh, just paying attention to detail defensively, and he's got uh, one of the best teachers behind that bench, and uh, David Bell to, uh, to lead him along.
0: Well, why don't we talk to Tyler Clevin about that transition and that big hit and learning from Dave Bell. He's our next guest on Episode 3 of Season 2 of the Belleville Sins Podcast. Here with the uh, Sens defenseman uh, and a uh, new AHL debutant, uh, Tyler Clevin. Thanks for taking a few moments for us.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Um, how have uh, you been settling in uh, to Belleville since coming down from uh, from Ottawa's camp? you got a couple uh, games under your belt. How have uh, the past couple weeks been for you?
3: Yeah, it's been good. Uh, settled in, um, rooming with the same guys I was with in uh, Ottawa, so it's... Uh, pretty easy transition and uh the coaching staff has been great and all the guys here have been super supportive so it's been a pretty easy transition uh
0: yeah obviously some uh familiar faces in this dressing room as well you and uh, jbd know each other from uh from school just to name one easy connection um how much easier does that kind of make the transition for you
3: yeah well i think over the the course of you know a couple last couple months i've gotten to know a lot of the guys and i've become pretty good friends with a lot of them so um, I think that that's been uh, you know a big helping factor in being comfortable out on the ice and um, in the in the dressing room as well.
0: Um, you did look comfortable in your first couple AHL games uh, at least from upstairs where we sit. Uh, how did you feel uh, in uh, your AHL debut and and then the Sunday afternoon quick turnaround?
3: Yeah, I thought that uh, you know I played my game. I just played a simple game and I uh, tried to move the puck as fast as I can uh, to the open man and you know join in the rush when I got an opportunity and um, try to play physical and get my box outs in, and um, you know it's the first couple games of the season, so there's going to be mistakes. But um, you know, I think that uh, is, yeah, I'm happy.
0: Um, you laid that one big hit on uh, Sunday afternoon. Was that kind of a nice feeling to uh, a throw a big hit at a relatively big time in the game, but also to kind of know that that you can hang uh, in this league.
3: Yeah. Well, I hope that that guy's okay to start. Um, but um, yeah, I think that that's a big part of my game is physicality and. Um, yeah, I mean, I just tried to separate a man from the puck and, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, that's a you know, big reason why I'm at where I'm at today. So. Um,
0: how did you feel about the jump in uh, skill level from, uh, from the NCAA and, and maybe how does, uh, the AHL, your brief taste compared to, uh, the taste of NHL action you got last season as well?
3: Yeah, I think that guys are a little bit bigger and stronger. Um, you know, I think that the skill level is pretty similar with the top guys, you know, being on Denver and all that stuff. Those guys in Minnesota Duluth, they all had top guys that are going to play at the AHL level. So, um, you know, I think that the speed is uh, still a little bit slower than the NHL, but um, still good pace out there. And, uh, yeah, I just want to keep progressing my game.
0: Um, you played uh, as we mentioned your university of hockey in north dakota where you're from um that must have been an amazing experience to get to suit up um for basically your hometown school
3: yeah there's um no better place in college hockey than the ralph um being that close to home with all my family and friends there that was a absolute treat to play there for three years and um you know i created so many memories and um you know grew my game over three years and i'm so thankful for the coaching staff and uh Just all the support I got while I was there—it was awesome. Uh,
0: How do you now transition here? Uh, CAA Arena is a little bit different than the Ralph, Um, and obviously now you're not close to home. Um, How do you kind of make that transition?
3: Yeah, I just think that um, you know, just using the support staff I got here with all my friends and uh, my teammates, and you know, I just think that I just need to come here and play my game. Um, You know, there's not many places like the Ralph, but. Um, I'm excited to see um, what CAA Arena's got, and um, you know, just trying to bring my game, you know, the same way every night. And um, yeah, I'm excited for first game come Saturday.
0: Yeah. Um, what are your goals for the season? Obviously, the NHL is the goal. Um, have you kind of set some milestones for yourself you'd like to hit?
3: Oh uh, yeah, I think so. I just right now it's progressing every day, and um, you know, when I get my opportunity, I'm gonna make the most of it. And um, yeah, I think that uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: Awesome. Well, uh, we're glad to have you, Tyler. Thanks for the time. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing you out there this year.
3: Perfect. Thanks for having me. Thank you.
0: Another uh, really well-spoken uh, young man and, uh, again, a guy who seems to understand um, the spot he's at in his career and the steps that need to be made to get to the NHL I feel like that's something that the uh, senators as an organization since they came to Belleville from Binghamton have done really well and um, you know not over promising to prospects and, and really uh, making it loud and clear that uh, you know if you hit these check marks, you're going to get that opportunity, so work as hard here as you can uh, to achieve those goals.
1: Yeah, that's uh, the patience part of it, not rushing prospects. And that's one thing, yeah, like you said, Ottawa's done really well, and, and Belleville too, is is just taking it step by step. I mean, getting Sokolov, Sogard, uh, Bernard Docker, uh Nerventi now, Reinhard, Clevin, and, and Ostapchuk just, just taking them step by step and not uh, throwing them into the fire at uh, 19 and 20 years old to get eaten alive by uh, NHL teams. So it, And, and the AHL is the next best uh, step for sure to develop and to be uh, a good professional as well as uh, being a good hockey player. And it seems like uh, so far it's paid off for, for those guys.
0: A couple games in the books for them, only one more uh, in the books for this week. The home opener presented by CAA is coming up on Saturday. We'll tee that up and give you a bit of a preview into next week's action as well as Episode 3 of Season 2 of the Belleville Sends podcast continues. Best night out in the Bay of Quinney for you and the kids? That's the Belleville Senators Family Four-Pack. The night with the best value. Four white zone tickets starting at $100. Plus, choose bonuses from either the CAA Arena concessions or the locker room store. That's more for four. Get full details on the Family Four-Pack. See the ticket hub at BellevilleSens.com. The best night out in Bay of Quinney with Quinney's pro hockey team, the Belleville Senators. Family Four-Pack. Excludes games against Toronto. Just about set to uh, wrap up this episode of the Belleville Sends podcast. Thanks to Tyler Clevin and Zach Ostopchuk for their time uh, after practice this week. Uh, We did speak to Dave Bell as well. You can see that interview on the Belleville Sends socials at Belleville Sends or on our uh, Belleville Sends Entertainment Network YouTube page. And uh, just caught up with him about the week that was and the preparations for Saturday's home opener presented by CAA. And Uh, The coach said his uh, thoughts haven't changed too much from the weekend. Um, He was uh, content, we'll say, with the split. Uh, As long as, uh, like he said to me in in Allentown on Sunday, as long as we learn from the lessons uh, that were taught in this loss early in the season, we'll be fine uh, with a split on opening weekend. So uh, we only have to wait a couple days now, Brock, to see how they respond and uh, how being back on home ice might uh, impact this team and, and maybe give them an extra boost that they didn't have last weekend.
1: Yeah, no. A little bit of an extra drive too, with the Laval Rocket being in here, and Laval, like he, he David uh, facetiously has said, we only <laughs> play them about four hundred times this year, and uh, you know, but really it's twelve times, and it uh, feels like a lot. But uh, those rivalry games are always so fun. I mean, it's it's always fun to play teams that you don't see too often, like Hershey and Lehigh Valley, only twice in a year. But then you got uh, Laval and Toronto, and uh, Rochester, which you'll see it. We'll see a bunch of times this year. Syracuse as well, and uh, those are the kinds of games that bring the crowds. They bring the fans. They bring the excitement and the passion. And it's uh, just uh, so exciting to see the building uh, full. We hope it'll be full on uh, on Saturday night. Uh, but the Laval Rocket and the Montreal Canadiens always have that good relationship, and a lot of guys from Laval have gotten their chances now uh, in other markets. Uh, but again, very much a team that uh, plays a good, uh, sound game. Uh, defensively, and Belleville sends have to really match that, like they did uh, for the most part on the weekend. A uh, couple of hiccups on Sunday, but overall, uh, Belleville, uh, this is a chance to, uh, to really uh, show themselves up against a team that uh, is always going to be difficult to beat. You want to grab as many points as possible this early in the season. You don't want to have a uh, couple of missed opportunities come back to hurt you towards the end of the year.
0: Especially inside the division. Uh, I mean, we've seen firsthand in what three of the last four seasons how important those divisional points become uh, at the end of the season so um yeah the Sens want to make a, a good impression in front of their hometown fans for the first time they want to win a rivalry game and pick up some crucial points uh, against a Laval team that beat them in the preseason uh, we should note at Bell uh, but a Laval team that also has not had the luxury that the Senators have had of uh, basically a full week off Belleville uh Traveled back from Allentown after the afternoon game Sunday. We got in about midnight and an off day Monday, practice all week, uh, and uh, you know, no school visits, none of the appearances starting until next week. So they've really been able to get themselves settled and prepare for Saturday's game, whereas Laval, yeah, they're on a four-game homestand to start the season, which sounds nice, but they've got to play twice between the recording of this podcast Wednesday afternoon and Saturday night's game and they play Friday night and have to travel. So the Senators, you would think, would have the upper hand. Things seem to be um, stacked their way when it comes to all of the uh, off-ice stuff that, that comes along with it.
1: Yeah, the scheduling kind of not playing LaValle any favors, but Belleville will take it, and, and they have, like and Dave Bell will say, it, they, they will have no excuse not to be ready. And, mm. and I mean, going out in front of a big crowd, uh, Bands are going to be loud. They're going to be all jacked up because of the uh, opening festivities and the ceremonial uh, introduction to the team as well and everything that goes with a home opener. And uh, if, if they don't come out flying in the first uh, few minutes, then... Uh, Chances are it's going to be a tough go and Laval's going to try and take them uh, take them to the wall. But uh, the Belleville Sens certainly sh- should be absolutely ready for this Laval Rocket team, who is always a competitive outfit, and they're always going to be a tough team to beat. And no matter where they play or when they play, it's always a good battle between these two teams. It's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of Ottawa Belleville fans here, a lot of uh, Montreal fans, I would imagine, in town making the trip. But uh, they they travel real well, and so it's going to be a very uh, neat experience very interesting uh, hockey game I would imagine on Saturday night
0: rosters are still kind of filling themselves out so there's not a whole lot of uh, early analysis we can do Uh, we can tell you that while Belleville split their opening two games Laval lost both at home to Abbotsford and as mentioned they've got to play the Rochester Americans Wednesday uh, which is the day of recording of this episode and Friday heading into the Saturday game so uh, we'll have to see how things shake down Um, after Saturday and the home opener presented by CAA three home games next week Uh, Milwaukee is in on uh, Wednesday October 25th for the first winning Wednesday of the season you'll have a chance to win uh, event tickets uh, from the Canadian Tire Center in Ottawa Uh, F45 gym memberships a whole bunch of stuff up for grabs for winning Wednesday and then uh, October 27th the Friday night the Marlies are here for the first time on Loyalist College student and alumni night and then Saturday October 28th it's the Marlies again for 90s night presented by uh, Hits 95.5 FM Uh, which will all be exciting, but uh, next week is next week. Let's focus on this weekend, Saturday night, 7 p.m., and filling this building uh, to welcome the Sens back in style. Gates open at 6. The Fan Fest begins at 4 o'clock, which has the... Kid Zone of the Quinney Sports and Wellness Center Gymnasium, the red carpet uh, walk from the players. If you want to get up close and personal, get some autographs from your favorite players. Uh, that's all happening starting at four o'clock on, uh, on Saturday as well. And uh, you can get tickets again via the ticket hub at Bellevillesends.com or by sending an email to tickets at Uh The box office so, will also be open on game day as well. So plenty of ways for you to get in the building on Saturday. Uh, I for one am certainly looking forward to it.
1: Yep. So am I. It's going to be a very uh, very exciting uh, day and exciting night and uh, should be uh, like we said a large crowd and the nicest part is uh, you know there was no it hasn't been too many transactions not too many uh, guys getting sent up or down or wherever. Uh, it's largely the same team that played the first two uh, games over the weekend so that's uh, that's a nice thing to see uh, to have basically your, your whole team here and except for a couple of guys that are injured. So uh, fans certainly should get attached to this team pretty early. Uh, they'll play a real exciting up-tempo style and and uh, be defensively responsible. But, uh, yeah, getting a ch- the fans getting a chance to see their players uh, for the first time. Up close and personal, too, is always going to be an exciting uh, atmosphere and, and makes for a real uh, exciting day.
0: If for whatever reason you can't make it to the game Saturday... Brock and I will have it for you on the Belbel Sends. Entertainment Network. You can access that via your smartphone uh, and the Belleville Sends app, uh, or you can just head to BellevilleSens.com, and there will be a banner right at the top of the page telling you to click to listen live. It's that easy to uh, stay connected with the Sens all season long. Of course, follow us on social media as well, at Sends. and uh, one more reminder to uh, subscribe to the podcast, toss us a five-star rating and a good review, and uh, we would really uh, appreciate that, much like we appreciate you listening Uh, this week. Uh, We appreciate the time of uh, Coach off the record there and uh, of uh, Zach Ostopchuk and Tyler Clevin. Brock Ormond here in the Jack Miller Press Box and Media Center with me, David Foote and thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next week on the Belleville Sends Podcast.